The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. So we're back here. Um, I'm going to do the programming notes when we're done with the Water Power Authority and transitioning to Mr. Zach Zook for the 81C studio uh, out of the rack. So this is going to be a rapid fire 10 minutes because the energy office got a couple of things they're dealing with as well. Let me let me get to um, um, Ms. Uh, Corporate Communications Director. Um, the water projects, where are we with that? So good news on the water projects. We completed the Clifton Hill water project late August, including the paving with um, in collaboration with DPW. So that was good. That's good news for that neighborhood on receiving new PVC pipes from the old ductile iron. And in addition, on the Campo Rico side for the water rehabilitation project there, which is funded through the Environmental Protection Agency through DPNR, um, we are about 70% completed. However, we just received approval from the board a couple weeks ago on extending that to include additional customers along that project. So that's good news as well for the customers who perhaps had not been receiving water from the authority in addition to moving meters a bit closer to the homes um and then for the hannah's rest project that mm -hmm. is still planning to kick off in early january due to some delays on materials and and other um challenges within that agreement but mm -hmm. other than that those three main projects are going well the dpnr is still reviewing the mahogany estate um, project in St. Thomas, um, and so we're hoping to get feedback from them as well on those. No, the, the brown water ain't as much of an issue as it was in the past. Is it completely resolved, or are we still mitigating? We are absolutely still mitigating. We are working very closely with Department of Planning and Natural Resources, with the Environmental Protection Agency, as well as the University of the Virgin Islands. Just over the weekend, they completed 65 additional samplings, um, samplings in areas specific to brown water, and we anticipate to receive those test results in the next two to three weeks. Um, we are also planning to collaborate with EPA on a town hall that they're hosting at the end of this month. And we'll have some representation there to provide some more information as to the progress, as well as some short-term or near-term solutions for our customers who are experiencing the brown water. Um, so, CEO, the, the sargasm, mitigation, um, prevention, whatever, Sean, we're dealing with. Um, how, how, how are we dealing with that? Because uh, in the Gallows Bay area, I see some, some sargasm build up there as well. What are we hearing? So, so what we're doing on the sargassum front is um, let me talk about short term and long term. In the near term, when we have influx, um, we we put out boom barriers uh, if we need to. We put you know divers in the intakes physically to remove the sargassum. Um, we've got what's called traveling screens that are basically exactly what they sound like. It's like a window screen that filters the sargassum out. And so so we're very proactive when we have these influx of uh, of sargassum. The, the longer term fix, um, and we actually are in the process of getting ready to, to execute on installing this, is that we partnered with FEMA 
to uh, work through what the potential fixes would be. And, it, you know, it, it ran a very wide range of potential options, right? So just to, to, to look at the listeners to understand, we didn't just focus on one or two things. One option, which would have been the most expensive and the longest lead time to do, would have been to actually move the intake of, of where we take water in farther out into the into the channel right or out past the channel and put it further out to sea um so that it wasn't sitting where the sargasm you know collects kind of around the shore obviously i think listeners can understand that's very expensive army corps of engineers would get involved and in, in all of that um you know you could go all the way back other to you know just simply putting out some some booms and things like that what was settled on was sort of a midpoint solution and it's what's called a bubble screen and what a bubble screen does is it, you, you have an air compressor that sits on shore, and that air compressor sends high-pressure air out to um, you know, devices that are, sit around the filter, and that, that, those bubbles bubble up very forcefully right through, for, you know, through, the, through the water column up to the surface. And with that agitation in the water, what it does is it prevents the sargasm from coming into where we intake water into the plant. Um, that's all been specked out. Uh, the equipment's been identified. Um, the equipment, if it's not been ordered, it's 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 going to be ordered, you know, basically now. Um, and so then, it, you know, it's just a process of installing that. And so that gives us a longer term solution. And FEMA, FEMA, and FEMA, FEMA is funding that? Yeah, that? That's correct, sir. Okay. Okay. That's good. I'm glad, glad to hear that. Uh, quickly, what, what was causing the brown water? Based on what what, what what the what the what the technocrats were telling you? Yeah, so the brown water is largely the result of the fact that our pipes in St. Croix, and it's less so in St. Thomas, but it's true in St. Thomas as well, some of those pipes are as old as seventy years okay. and they're iron. So is an infrastructure so is the infrastructure deteriorating uh creation pr- problem. Okay. That's correct. Okay. So the, the, there was nothing nefarious being done. This is just wear and tear old raggedy infrastructure causing groundwater. That, that's exactly right. The water that comes out of where it's produced is it's clear and you never know that it has anything, any issues with it. It's when it goes through those old pipes that it picks up that brown, that brown or, or reddish discoloration. Okay, good, good. So I want to clear that. A couple of things you want to talk about the energy office, Mr. Mr. Chairman? Yeah, a um, couple of things to hit on. So I know we've been obviously talking a lot about energy today and it's, it's obviously well aligned because this is Energy Action Month. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that the uh, energy office is, is highly promoting and as a result we're going to there's a number of activities that uh we'll be participating in hosting um one of the major ones that we were talking about just during the break is the uh, energy fair the second annual energy fair uh the energy office in partnership with the caribbean green technology center uh, out of uvi mm-hmm. i will be hosting that on october 28th saturday 28th yep yeah. saturday 28th in st thomas um at the you know i'm not going to remember the name of the the new the new stadium um where uh, the, oh, sorry, that's the Eldridge Brick? The Orville E. Keen campus. Or the Ken campus, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the, the, the um, fitness, the, the center? The center. Yeah, yeah. Eldridge Brick Sports Center. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so there, so we'll be, the, the second annual event, we're going to have um, you know, roundtable panels. We're going to have a lot of different vendors. Work. Um, there'll be some workshops as well, mm-hmm. too. Um, a lot of information. I think one of the things we'll be highlighting, uh, we talked a lot about the kind of the high level, the federal resources that, 
uh, that we had made available to us. Um, over the course of the month, we'll be launching a number of different programs. We have programs coming out uh, that are going to incentivize um, electric vehicle procurement. So we have rebates coming for that. We actually are going to be, you know, I think uh, resiliency has been obviously at the top of everyone's minds. Um, one of our, our programs is actually a, a, a battery energy storage, residential battery energy storage program. Uh, we're going to be ramping up to launch that as well. Uh, we're trying to incentivize uh, for distributed resiliency. Um, it's a, kind of a part of our larger narrative as we, we look at this uh, more decentralized energy system. Uh, and so one of the things that over the course of the month <clears throat> at the different events that uh, we'll be participating and hosting, uh, we'll be ensuring that the community is well aware of the programs that are that are going to be coming out that are going to speak directly to um, lowering the cost barriers to adopting uh, a lot of the energy transition uh, equipment, appliances, uh, innovations as well, uh, really trying to make these these not just talking points, but actual accessible resources that the community can leverage. Okay, good. So, um, so because of that, uh, I, I think, uh, well, because it's energy, energy action? Energy action month, yes. Energy action month. Uh, yep. So we, we so you won't get you won't get bonus power hour in October because of that. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're gonna work on that day for you. I, either either Friday the twentieth or or Monday the twenty third. I can let you be a part of the um the 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 table talk that we have with the boys on on Monday the twenty third if you're available, right? So we can work, we, we can work on that so that I could let them boy pepper you with some questions. Uh, I know you know that would be perfect because we'll actually have by that time we'll actually have a program launch. Announcements finalized, so we'll have a lot to talk about yeah, and, yeah. and so, some actual so, some so really Monday, Monday the twenty third, we're gonna let you be the part of the power hour uh, with uh, Doc School, uh, Rocky Labor, and, and Randy Russell. Okay. Yep. I'll be remiss if I didn't let everybody know to get check out our Facebook page where we have we'll be ha announcing and have the schedule of the events that we'll be participating in and hosting, and mm -hmm. then also the information on all our program launches. So, so go to Facebook, Virgin Islands Energy Office. V I E O Virgin yeah. Islands Energy Office. So I always I always tell people put the acronym first mm -hmm. uh, to make sure you get to the right page. Yeah. Uh, but V I E O Virgin Islands Energy Office on Facebook. That's our our most rapid fire uh, point of information circulation. We'll be doing others as well in terms of you know the radio and and other. Uh, mediums also, but that's that's our quick response and where we try to keep the community engaged. That's, that's awesome. Um, Mr. CEO, thank you very much for joining me this morning. Appreciate you making some time to talk to the audience. Always, Neville, and appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate the listening audience and the WAPA family uh, hopefully tuning in this morning. Okay, good. Um, Madam Corporate Communications Director, go to see you as usual. Same here. Thank you so much for having me, and have a wonderful day. You too. Enjoy the weekend. Okay? And, uh, Mr. Chairman, always a pleasure, man. And don't forget, we got return engagement since it's Energy Action Month. I, I, hook you up on all that stuff. I, I appreciate that power hour times, too. Yeah, that's how they do it. You know, it's like that. That's uh, Mr. Kyle Fleming, Mr. Andrew Smith, and Miss Chanel Peterson. The Mod Squad, the Water and Power Authority Mod Squad joining me this morning here. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Good, good to see you, man. Always good. And thanks a lot, Mr. CEO, and thank you, Chanel. Always good, okay? Uh, you know something? Let me do a program real quick before I bring on Mr. Zach Zook uh, from the 81C studio. Of course, today is Friday, October the 6th. Right? Time is flying. Right? We got the PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. Washington Week with the Atlantic at 7 uh, at 8. Okay? Okay, so the News Hour lasts for an hour. Washington Week Atlantic lasts for a half hour. Then we got In Conversation with AARP VI at 8.30 to 9. Then American Masters. Okay? And that's an hour and a half, right? From 9 to 10.30, explore the life and career of drummer, composer, and activist Max Roach. And then at 
10.30 to 11.30. We got next at the Kennedy Center, celebrate jazz icon and social activist Charles Mingus at 100, right? And then I'm important company at 11.30 to take us up uh, to midnight, okay? So don't forget, everything starts with Channel 12, right? There's no WTJX radio, NPR radio, without Channel 12, the flagship, the dozen. At this time, I'd like to uh, introduce... Uh, Mr. Zach Zook, back to the stu- back to uh, analyze this. Uh, he's been on before. Uh, I believe it was a, a group thing when he was on the first time. Now he is on here uh, joining us. I don't know if it's going to be a group as well. Uh, he is from the 81C studio out in the Rock. Good morning, Mr. Zook. Hey, Nip. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I apologize for the delay there, but uh, we had the uh, Water and Power Authority on and uh, uh, we're getting some information there, so um, I beg your indulgence, and uh, hopefully uh, we can fix that. Yeah, that, 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 that's quite all right. Thank you so much for having us on. Um, the, the volume's coming through a little low. I don't know if there's Yeah, the, the, the engineer's going to work on that. He's just modifying some stuff, because we got some somebody else Somebody else has called in, right? Yeah, we're waiting on Joseph to call in. I think Joseph is on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Joseph. Nice. Yeah. And I've got Angel Fret, and I have Cy Croy. Jaramar Cruz here on the line as well. Okay, good. That's that's good. Um, well, everybody introduce themselves. Let's 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 go right right down the line. I'm going to pass it over to uh, Cy Croy real quick. Mm-hmm. Morning. Morning. I'm Cy My real name is Hi Joseph. My real name is Sharamar Cruz. Um, I'm from St. Croix, born and raised, um, and I'm a fashion photographer. You on St. Croix now or St. Thomas? Think. Am I what? Where are you right now? Oh, I'm in St. Thomas. What are you doing in St. Thomas? I have I have a show tomorrow here with, <laughs> with Zach at 81C. I just tease it about you. It's actually tonight. It's not tomorrow. Tonight. The show tonight. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Miss Cruz. Thank you. Okay, good. Uh, next in line, go right ahead. Good morning. My name is Angel Fred. I'm from Tortola, and I'm an 81C collaborator. That's what we're talking about. Good morning, Ms. Fred. Glad to have you on. Good morning. Thank you. Ms. Cruz, how do you spell your first name? S-H-A-R-I-M-A-R. S-H-A-R-I-M-A-R? Yes. Sharimar? Yep. Okay, good. That's correct. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, already got, we already got Zach. Uh, introduce okay. himself. Uh, uh, young man, go okay, ahead. Yeah, my, yeah, go ahead. Yes, my, my name is Joseph, Joseph Hughes. Um, it's always a pleasure to be on the program. I really appreciate it. And I'm one of the curators for the show. Okay. So so let me make sure I got this right. Mr. Mr. Zook, you're the, you're the owner of the studio. Um, yeah. So I, I created 81C. Um, originally in 2017, we opened our doors uh 2020. It's me and Joseph Hughes and Augustine Kelvin Holder. We opened up then. Um, and so we went on to essentially uh, do a gallery and an event venue, pop-up pop up space. So I'm a curator, an owner. Um, you know, I order the wine, I sweep the floor. <laughs> Somebody got to do it. I have a lot of art the past couple of days. Somebody got it, and and Miss Miss Sharma Cruz, you're the featured artist for this weekend's show. I am, yes. 
That's what you're talking about. Uh, Miss Fred, you say, you, what do you do? What, what, what's the title? Um, 81C Collaborator. Collaborator for you. I helped with the show this weekend as well. Okay, good collaborator. And, and um, Mr. Hughes, you're the curator for this week's show? Um, yes, Zach and Zach and myself, yeah. So it's, I've been working um, for the past couple of weeks with, with Bi putting the show together. Where's Augustin Holder? Where's AK Holder, man? Where's he at? I think he's painting. <laughs> I he's painting. He's trying to get him for a, a next show. I like I, I like that yeah. one. So one of you one of you's from New England and one of you are from yeah. from Brooklyn, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So we got so what we got? We, we got we got New England with the way you y'all pronounce the word Boston, not not Boston, Boston nah, up there, right? That's not, that's not all of New England. No, I'm just that's teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. You're 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 Rhode Island, right? Yeah, Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island. That's uh for those of you who don't know, that's the home of the International Tennis Hall of Fame, Newport, Rhode it Island. Is. For those of you who don't know, sorry, sorry, but I'm a sports junkie. I can't help myself. I don't, understand. Don't, don't hold it against me. And then we got we got we got BVI in the house. Miss Angel Fred. We do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so glad to have the BVI here. Uh, we got Crucian who abandoned us to go to St. Thomas. But we love her because check this out, right? This is bi- this is business, Miss Cruz, right? This is business. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You, you, business and love. You got, fellow Islanders. You got, you got yeah. to do what you got to do. Business, you've been busy. It's time to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So we with that. And then uh, we got we got Yankee. Mr. Zach Zook, the Yankee, like, yo, Mr. Zook, I was I was born in New York too, so you're okay with me, you know what I'm saying? But but, but I'm uptown, right? I'm I'm in I'm in Harlem, all right. So you you down okay. you're down in you're down in Brooklyn, right? Down in Brooklyn, so we're good with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Downtown Brooklyn, like yeah. um, Gowanus. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, the reason why I say Brooklyn is because there was a show, there was a song back in the '90s. Um, Straight from Brooklyn, better known as Brooklyn, never taking shorts because Brooklyn's the borough. You know what I'm saying? So the rap music comes out there, Brooklyn Dodgers. You know, talking about Jackie Robinson and all that stuff. So that's a very important, that's a very important borough in black people history uh, for sports. I'm glad to have all four of you on. When we come back, we'll talk about the event and how we came together, how Miss Cruz got linked up with um, Mr. Zook and Mr. Hughes and the collaborator. Out of, out of Totola or Virgin Gata? What part of um, the BVA? Totola. Out of Totola. And we got a nice collaboration. Uh, talk about the event, promote it. Let people come down to downtown St. Thomas, uh, downtown Charlotte, Mali, uh, to support um, the arts renaissance that is real here in the Virgin Islands. Okay? So, well said. Well so, so, so we'll take a break and be back nice. right after this. Profit organization since 1996 is proud to present the Kevin Jansen Piano Trio to kick off our 2023-2024 season. Saturday, October 7th at 8 p.m. in the Prior Jolic Hall on Antilles campus. 
this young piano trio from the Juilliard School will be presenting the work of Franz Joseph Hayden, Dmitri Sostakovich, and Franz Schubert. The courtyard opens an hour before the event with small meals and desserts by Amalia Cafe. Ticket sales online at www.theforumusvi.org or 646-725-3353 or email theforumusvi at gmail.com. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. We're back here on Arts Friday, and we're joined. Friday. We're joined by um, Zach Zook, Angel yes, Fritz, Sherry Mar Cruz, and Joseph Hughes. Um, got an event tonight at the 81C Studios uh, over there uh, in the Rock. First of all, where is 81C Studios? The 81C is is in downtown. Uh, it's in town, Charlotte Amelie, uh Strand, Gata. Anyone's familiar with Market Square? You just walk from Market Square toward Waterfront uh, on that block there, and we are right there um, in a beautifully restored black and white building. Um, yeah. What side of the street? If I head in towards the um, to the waterfront, if you're going um, <coughs> waterfront, I, we're on the right. If, so if I leave the market, if I leave the, the market, I'm walking towards the waterfront on Strand Gata. You're on the right hand side. Yeah, yeah, we're on the right side, right across from uh, Superior Fitness Gym. Okay, that's okay. That's good. That's good. So tell me how this whole thing came about with Miss Cruz, and you're, um, you know, stealing her from St. Croix for a little bit to make some money. St. Right, I swindled her from from the other. Swindled. I, 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 I like I like the, I like the sophisticated terminology. It wasn't Swind hard. I'll tell you. You, you, swind um, you swindled. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. You know, honestly, I think uh, we, I was looking at our original messages last night, actually, um, and I sent uh, Sharamar a message in July, I think, mm -hmm. yep. and I, the message was very simple. It was, um, I love your work. I have a gallery. Uh, we'd love to do a show for you. Um, would, would you be open to talking about it? And, uh, you know, the response was favorable. We, we began a conversation about what would go into a show. I gave her information on what we're doing, 
what our gallery is about, how we work, what we expect, what we want to uh, show, what we want the community to experience. And, and it's been an amazing collaboration, it's been an easy collaboration. It's been uh, a lot of work, but it's and it's been fast on a short uh, timeline, but it's, it's gone extremely smoothly, um, largely in part because Cy Croy, Sharon Marcuse is uh, just so such a professional. Um, and it, it, she just goes really far, um, kind of, I think we kind of match each other in that way, keep each other balanced in that way. So it's gone off without a hitch. Um, and um, now we have a show. Opens tonight. Miss Cruz, this your this your first event? Uh, this is my first local, like, solo show. So I'm really excited about that. So tell, well, tell, tell us about yourself and, and, and your falling in love with art and, and now being a featured artist uh, at a studio? For sure. Um, I don't know. I think, I think I've been um, interested in taking pictures pretty much my entire life, but um, it wasn't until, like, I think 11th, 12th grade where I had to decide what it is I was going to do with my life and what I was going to go to school for is when I kind of, like, was pushed to make that decision that I wanted to be an artist. Um, and I had no, I had no background in art. I just know it was something that I was drawn to. Um, and so I told my parents that I was going to school for business and I, and I was like, I ended up just going for strictly photography. Um, and I later on told them that that's what I went to school for. Um, so yeah, I left to school. Um, I went to Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. I went to university out there and I lived there for four years. And I got my BFA in photography, and I wanted to further my education um, for a specific type of photography. And so I moved to New York, and I went to an art school there, and I got my my graduate degree for fashion photography. Um, and yeah, I lived out in New York for a while, and I um, pretty much worked in all of like the creative departments um, as a photographer, as a stylist, photography assistant. Um, and yeah, and, and from there I started gaining my own clients and um, kind of just shooting for everybody. Um, and yeah, I just started building my portfolio and just really like finding my eye and I really fell in love with photography. And um, during college, I came back home and I explored a lot of my culture. And I feel like that furthered like my identity as like a photographer and yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's awesome. For those who are listening, if you want to find out more about Cy Croy, Sherry Mar Cruz, there's a great article on the source, uh, 81C to open photography exhibit by Cy Croy. It's dated September the 18th, and it's a real deep, deep uh, article. It speaks about um, her history, um, Point Park University. Yes. So I'm talking about um, our, our CEO here at WTJX. She's a Point Park graduate. So, oh, that's so cool. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And then there's also um, some information about the gallery. Uh, mm -hmm. 81C, so it's a real good story here on the source. So uh, you'd like that uh, uh, as well. So congratulations, um, Miss, Miss Abandon Us for the weekend. Come back home when you got a chance, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. You got to do, do what you got to do. I like that. Um, um, Joe Hughes. 
What's it like? Yeah. No, what's it like knowing that that? Because um, when I when I mentioned arts renaissance, you got all excited, yeah. so you maybe yeah, 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 yeah. you, you maybe feel good because it, it sounds like I know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, what's, no. what, what's it like knowing that? Um, you know, and I'm, I just found out about it sitting behind this chair that mm-hmm. there is a movement that's going on there with is. respect to arts, arts like they say in, in the Bronx here in the yeah. Virgin Islands. What's up with that? Very much so. I think, um, you know, it's interesting when, when people come by the space, um, there's, people are, are, are often, um, well, they're, they're certainly, we're certainly well received by the community and, and often flattering um, compliments, which, which in all humility, the space itself, um, a lot of work has gone into it, which is evident, but it's really only as good as the people in it. Um, and, and the fact that the people in it share a creative consciousness, and you see that literally growing by the day, uh, literally. We're coming up on three years now, um, almost exactly three years, and everyone who comes by uh, is part of this renaissance. And, and simply, and I don't think that that term's an exaggeration either, um, everyone is part of it, and we've had we've we've started showing to to school kids and, and really introducing more people to the power that that art is, and I'm just very proud to be part of it. That's what you're talking about, then, Miss Fritt. Okay, Nan. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. So you come down from the BVA and you're a collaborator. Define your your role, your important role. In the 81C mix, and how we gonna we gonna take helps help take Cycroy to the next level. Can you repeat that last part? And help assist Cycroy in going to the next level because we don't want this to just be local. We want this to be regional, mm-hmm. national, international, and all that good stuff. And you're a collaborator. All right. Well, like you guys just mentioned, there's a art renaissance happening in the Virgin Islands, and that extends to the British Virgin Islands as well. I feel like right now there's a need for um, stimulating spaces, a need for community. And I think with Sai, you know, her art has touched the entire Virgin Islands, and, you know, she has eyes looking at her work everywhere. So I think my involvement with this show in some form acts as a bridge for maybe my audience um, in the British Virgin Islands. And even without my contribution, I feel like this was meant to happen, that the art, the community was supposed to grow. So I'm pretty excited to have been able to help with the show. Um, And I think after tonight, after the opening, we'll see a lot more conversations happening about art and the space it creates in the Virgin Islands. Oh, I like that. I like, I like how you, you're very um, candid and straight to the point with respect to that. How long the show going to last for um, Zach and Asai? The, um, this, uh, from here, uh, Cy Croix show runs from tonight through December 22nd. Wow. So it's, it's a good run. Uh, we're, you know, the galleries open 40 hours weekly. So there's there's any and all reason to come by um, during that 40 hour a week stretch Monday to Friday, 12 to 8. Uh, the show will be available and open to the public, always free of charge. Miss um, Miss Saikroy, 
You come, do you, do yes. you plan to come back home? Because I'm concerned now. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> you know I, mean? you, you I don't know. They're treating me really nice that, here. That's in what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, it's going to be a close one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the hospitality song in um, top level. I mean, you know what I mean? It is. Don't, don't, don't let me get to come St. Thomas with my gun, you know, because <laughs> I am to, 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 to bring back home our... Oh, no, I ain't got no gun, man. I'm just teasing. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm, pr I'm proud of you. You too, Miss Fred. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, uh, you Thank know, you. both of y'all understand um, how valuable the, the Zach Zooks and the Joseph Hughes, Hughes of the world are because at the end of the day... Um, they are, in fact, a real-time conduit, right? That's what they are, right? They, 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 they what are. a nice thing to say. Well, it is. It is what it is, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just freaking out over how every every month I'm hearing about this art thing happening here, there, everywhere. This, yeah. this is awesome. It really is. Nice. It is. Now, 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 talk a little bit about the challenges of operating a studio. Because you know we're dealing with some economic issues here, and in particular with energy, and and overhead is a reality. It's not just something that you guys complain about. This is something that's real. So so you got your work cut out for you in terms of uh, making ends meet. Let I me mean, just be very frank here, um, Zach and, and Joseph. Yeah, I, I think you know operating um, an art gallery, or really operating any retail entity anywhere. Um, has its own unique unique challenges um but what advantage can come from uh, the challenges you face how do you how do you grow how do you how do you adapt right it's it's that same conversation so we 81c is unique because we have a, a nonprofit organization set up for all of our art programming um I also have uh, a license for a, a restaurant. We have a coffee and wine bar attached to the venue. Um, and then specifically at the property, I also have a art loft upstairs. It's, it's a residential uh, Soho-styled awesome uh, oh, 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 you bring in Soho, Soho to Rock City? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wow, Soho, London, or Soho, New York? I, I, I don't know. I'd say, I'd say New York, I guess. Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village lives in the Caribbean, is what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. you know, it all comes back to the unique aspects of this incredible building that, um, that I, I bought in 2017, uh, with a very different plan than than what ended up panning out. Um, what panned out has been great because of the adaptation because of the relationships because of the friendships because of all the hard work you know but um the building itself is is very unique and it was built in probably 1810 um as a as a rum warehouse and a, a grand residence on the top floor so no, 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 let, me, top no, floor let me stop you right is there what is the uh loft let, let me stop you right there what what what, you, what year did you say that that building was built uh, 1810 is what I can pin down. No, no, um, Miss Fred and and Cy Croy, if I could call you that, and um, and uh, and Joseph Hughes, y'all know what's what, the importance or the significance of 1810, or is or is this a history lesson that I'm giving this morning here? And, uh, um, do you know that? Uh, 
Camille Pizarro was born in St. Thomas in 1810. Wow. Wow. And uh, young ladies, it would be, uh, if you don't know of Camille Pizarro, please read up on him because he is the father of Impressionism, one of the great, one of the greatest artists in the history of art, not just Impressionism, in the history of art. He was born right there in St. Thomas, Saint-Croix, and and Miss Fred. Where are you going to be tonight? holding things down, man. So uh, he was born a couple hundred yards down the street. In fact. That's what I'm talking about. There's a, there's, a, there's a gallery around the corner, right? Yeah, the the Pissarro building um, is on Main Street there, and it, it's very pertinent that you that you bring that that trivia point up um, because we have some. Hopefully, we'll have some announcements on on some other collaborations with uh, Pissarro building now, now, uh, now, now can i can i can i can i beg can i beg on behalf on behalf on behalf of the station that you make that announcement here on analyze this i'm just saying you know what i'm saying i, I, I gotta look out for my station can, can we hook that up and, and all that well, as long as you have us on every Friday morning <laughs> for the next, for the next uh, 24 months. Yo, the, the, business, the, the business man just oozing out of Zach Zook this morning. Cycroy, I know that you're into art, but one of my pet peeves with artists is that y'all get the money and get paid for the work that you do. So tell me about the business side, having worked in the city and realizing that this ain't for free. You know what I'm saying? You got skill, and and uh, as much as you like to give it away, it don't work that way. Right. Yeah, it's, I feel like the, the money side of art has definitely been a journey uh, with a bunch of ebbs and flows, for sure. Um, and it's something that I'm still learning to kind of manage. Um, but it, it, it is very difficult um, because, like, as an artist, like, this is your means of survival if if you're working and creating art to make money um so there's definitely a push and pull where it's like you're kind of you're kind of forced to always pump out work so that you have a flow of money coming in and sometimes you know that has the potential to you know affect your creativity but on the on the positive side um i think it as a business you know it opens a lot of doors to meet people um and also bridge gaps, you know. Um, oh, that's, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think, I think it, it, it's been a journey, so. That, that's good. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to get back to Ms. Fritt and to Mr. Hughes um, to talk a little bit about the connectivity because um, Ms. Fritt spoke of uh, how um, we could feed off each other, right? BVI mm-hmm. and VI. Mm-hmm. Ms. Fritt, that's, what you, that's yeah. what you were saying, right? Uh, yep, earlier, exactly. and, and of course, uh, Joseph Hughes, uh, being the people person that he is, you know, um, I think we can make that happen and all that stuff. Uh, we got uh, 81C in the house, uh, Zach Zook, um, featuring Miss uh, Sharmar Cruz, and co owner Joseph Hughes joining us. We'll be back right after this.
opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here uh, on Analyze This and uh, Arts Arts Friday. Uh, we got uh, 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 featured artist Sai Croy, Michelle Yamar Cruz, who is going to be at the 81C uh, studio in downtown Charlotte, Mali. Uh, she has a display that's going to be there from now until December. Um, so definitely want to thank Mr. Zach Zook and Joseph Hughes uh, for collaborating uh, with Miss with Miss Cruz, and of course, we got another collaborator out of the BGI, uh, Angel Fred, uh, joining us uh, as well. And she uh, was talking, Miss Fred, you were talking about um, how we could maximize our potential by feeding off each other, and that the Renaissance um, is not only real, but it's also extended uh, over to the BVI as well. Yeah, um, so you mentioned the connectivity. I think a lot of times we try to go things alone when. And it's better with the collaborations. It's better when you're going it with someone else or another set of people. Um, mm-hmm. How I ended up be- becoming a collaborator with ADYC, I literally was following ADYC on Instagram. Um, I saw Zach's page connected to it, and I was so inspired that I just sent him an email um, explaining how much just seeing this space that even hasn't been yet how much it inspired me and how it's something that I always wanted to be in the BBI. Um, and he was so welcoming, so open that, you know, we just developed a relationship from there. And, you know, I came over, I saw the space, um, I asked how I could help. Um, and it took off from there. So I think one of the ways we can 
build that connectivity is just offering our hand where we can, being mm-hmm. open to learning, um, and boldly suggesting collaboration. At first, I didn't know what I could offer, but I knew I wanted to be a part. So, you know, um, looking at what my natural skills are, we put them to use, and I think there's a lot of connectivity between the BGI and the U.S. Virgin Islands already. Um, I think they're not public or talked about, but I see I see that changing very very soon. That's what I'm talking about, Zach. Um, Zach, what's it like? Well, let me go to Joe. Joe, what's what's it like um, seeing all these young people in the Virgin Islands who have the potential? Uh, in some yeah. in some instances, they might be intimidated by the arena, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. And, and you having to play a part to let them know: mm-hmm. do not be intimidated. Um, right. What you are, uh, uh, who you are, is who you are. What you mm-hmm. got, what you got mm-hmm. to bring to the table, um, mm-hmm. is yours. Talk about building confidence mm-hmm. and self-esteem because that's yep. something we tend to yep. take for granted. Everybody does not yep. have the same level of self-esteem. Right. No, I, I couldn't agree more, and that's a great point and a good question. Um, you know, very, very often um, when when you use the word, you know, art, art gallery, art exhibition, art studio, there there tends to be a little bit of a pretense with the term, um, and you know, um, kind of like an exclusion almost. And one of the things that I know we do, I, I, I know this for a fact that we, we pride ourselves on. In fact, is inclusion. It, it's for everyone. Um, we are. As Zach mentioned, Monday through Friday, open to the public, free of charge, and and anyone can come in and experience culture and, and art and, and beauty and power and and ultimately inspiration. I mean, to me, that that's the objective. If someone can come in, spend some time with us in our space, and in this case, size artwork, and, and leave inspired. You know, that, that, that's the win. That's the objective. And as far as building confidence, in particular with, with younger artists, that, that, that's so much of the core of what we do, in particular with our pop-up exhibitions. Um, a pop-up ex- exhibition um, would typically be approximately a week long. Um, and what we do is encourage young artists um, to, to show their work and, and to help in each and every facet of it. Um, because it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of guts to put your, you know, your artwork, your expression, your feelings, to put it on a wall to the public for strangers to see. That takes a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I and and I commend each and every one of the artists that we've had for doing that um, with us, for trusting us with that, and that, that's such a, a huge part of what we do. And something we, we pride ourselves on very much so it, it's a, such a wonderful experience to be part of it and um you know we've had shows i think we've had shows 15 16 17 year olds um two of whom are actually at RISD right now rhode island school of design um and i, I like to think we played oh, a wait, 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 wait you're hooking up you're not only um supporting our young people you're hooking them up with access to universities and institutions and no, all that good stuff? No, I, I wouldn't go that far. No, 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 no. Um, however, well, how, 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 did, how did they end up at the Rhode Island School of Design? Well, they had the talent. They were art students. No, I'm not, not, aside students. from that, how do they know about Rhode Island? Stop. I, I'm getting the impression that you're trying to be modest on my show this morning. 
Um, no. Are, 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 did, did you promote the Rhode Island School of Design? Because that's the kind of things we're looking for. Um, I think they they had they had the seed had been planted very much so. <laughs> I mean, these good. are. These, are, these kids are so talented and so oh, No, no, no. We know about the talent. We know about the talent. We're not denying yeah. the talent. The talent's been here for yeah. hundreds of years. We yes, just, it has. So if we, can, if we can encourage it in any way, that we do. If, if we can encourage. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So, that's fair, right? Of course, of course, of course. So, 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 yeah. check, so check yeah. this out. Check this out. I, I'm a hip-hop junkie, and I'm talking to... Uh, okay. I'm talking to, uh, to, to my my uh, 1980s and 90s uh -huh. um, obsession. And I know you, okay. you, you you live in New York City for a little bit, um, Cy Cruz. I did. And, and um, Zach, you, you from Brooklyn? Uh, born and raised, yeah. How, how do we, how, what about graffiti? You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, what was that, Style Wars? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not telling people to go paint up the buses and all that stuff like they're painting the trains in the city. But uh, as as illegal as it was, because you're not supposed to be doing it, there was a level of accepting um, the, the end result because it was so beautiful. Zach Zoop. And 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 yeah. and Angela and and Miss uh, Miss Miss Sherry Marcus. This is about creativity, right? And spontaneity and all that good stuff. You can't you can't take that out of being a great artist, right? Oh yes, street art is um, has has increasingly had an important place in in the convert in the art conversation um, globally. You know, with especially with the rise of like uh, Banksy, you know, um, who who is an anonymous street artist who does mostly um, graffiti and stuff but global so you know he'll he'll drop into palestine and do a piece uh he'll drop into you know like wherever and um I, I would encourage everyone to look up look up banksy but um that's what graffiti brought us artists like that now you know so it has a very important place and miss sure. cruz when you when you were in the city and you see trains driving by, did you, did you, let me, let me do I assume, did you see the trains with the painted stuff all on it when you was up in New York? Uh, all that Some creature? of them, yeah. And what, yeah. What, what's that like as an artist seeing pure art? Because that's what graffiti is, pure art. It definitely is. Um, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like all artists deserve to be seen and heard and um, by any means necessary and I feel like that's kind of what brought about graffiti is you know, having a space or, or, or creating a space for your work to be seen and interacted with. Um, so I think that's, that's one of the big reasons why graffiti became such an important thing is because it became an easy way for an artist to be heard or seen. Um, and that's, that's important, whether it's a beautiful gallery space or a messed up wall on the street or a train, um, you know, anywhere, anywhere art can exist. Um, I think is is a beautiful way to, you know, make your mark as an artist. Mr. Um, Mr. Hughes, uh, <clears throat> t tell me about um, how a Newport, Rhode Island kid got into art. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting. I um, I after I graduated from college, I worked at this tiny uh, independent um, arts newspaper, art and culture newspaper, uh, Newport This Week. Um, Bellevue Avenue in Newport, and I was the calendar editor for the for the newspaper. I mean, I was a kid, right out of college, 
Um, and I would put together the weekly calendar of events taking place in Newport. And um, the town is, you know, it's cultural for so many reasons. But um, in this case, the, the gallery scene, if you will, is massive and extremely um, prominent. And so I'm the gallery editor. I'm 20, 22, 23, something like that. And all of these gallery owners would come in to my office, my desk, and um, they'd, they'd get very friendly with me so that I would list their events in the weekly calendar and very, very encouraging. Um, so if they could get like a photo on the calendar page, they'd be even nicer to me. <laughs> They're very, very nice to me. Um, and here I am a little kid and I was so flattered by this um, that I was going to all of these galleries, going to all of these events, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, and it was wonderful. And, and that was really my first experience with it. Um, and that was my first introduction. And for that introduction, I'll be always so grateful. And um, so that was my introduction into, into the scene of it, if you will. Um, but it, it was a little, it was a couple of years later till I really recognized the power of it and, and really um, the freedom that, that, that art is. And, you know, you, you, we, we were, you hinted upon and we touched upon graffiti briefly. You know, that, I, I agree with you when you say, I mean, it is ultimately the, the most, it's, it's an extremely pure form. It is. Um, I mean, it's anonymous. It's, it's dangerous. <laughs> and it's, um, you're not looking for credit necessarily. No. Well, well, the word gets around, man, because because uh, and Miss Fred, as a collaborator, uh, uh, I, I'm sure that you know when you you know your your, your travels wherever they may take you, you're gonna bump into to quality art. And as a collaborator, that's what you do, right? You gotta spread the word, right? You gotta let the public know that this art form is real. It's it's a form of expression. Right. And, and and eventually you're gonna ask the question, oh, who do that? I got to find that person because I don't right. even. Mm -hmm. may, maybe that person has no idea about how far-reaching what they what the, the gift that they have uh, can right. actually can actually touch. Talk a little bit about collaborating and and how you're gonna play a role tonight in in taking Cruise to the next level. Honestly, by having conversations, um, I'm so excited to see who walks through the door. Um, like you guys were saying earlier, art brings all kinds of people together. Mm. Um, that was one of the things that I admired about 81C when I looked at the picture. It's like people from all sections of the community. And I think when you get to talking with people, you figure out, well, this person is talented at this. This person is gifted at this. You never know what a person has or what they've done unless you started that conversation. And I think that's the foundation of it. Um, so even when it comes to connecting artists, connecting community members or community builders, um, it's about, you know, seeing where everyone fits. If I can, if I can do this for you here, and you can do this for me here, it's not about the exchange of it, but it's about how we can build one another. So actually starting those conversations is the beginning. Oh, that's awesome. We're talking with, yeah. we're talking with um, Mr. Zach Zook. He is the owner of the ADC, 81C uh, studio, uh, our studio there in downtown Shaltamali, along with Mr. Joseph Hughes. He's a curator. Um, they got an uh, exhibit that starts tonight. 
featuring the one and only Sherry Marcuse, a.k.a. Cycroy. And, of course, we got Miss Angel Fred. She's a collaborator. She works with A1C uh, out of the BVI. I'm going to give everybody 30 seconds to say something, talk to the audience. We'll start with the featured artist, Miss um, Cycroy. Talk to me. Talk to the public. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, to showing my work. I was talking to Zach yesterday about how amazing this opportunity has been because, um, you know, in our society today, we only experience photos via social media um, and digitally. So it's a completely different experience to um, see the work physically. Um, and me walking into the space that Zach and Joseph curated um, although it's my work, it's also a different experience for me to see my work in that way. Um, and I am very grateful that they provided this opportunity for me to not only share my work physically, but share it to people locally so they also can experience the work in that way. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for people to come out and, and see the work. Um, it's very beautiful and um, it's culturally beautiful um, and it's diverse and yeah, they feel good, so I'm excited. And continued success going forward. Mr. Zach Zook is the owner. Proud prou proud of your work, sir? Um and what you're doing? Yeah, I'm I'm proud of all of, of all of our, our collective work. I, I think that you know, when we first started this thing it was um it, it was very much like, Okay, let's start curating shows and we, we learned how to do it uh, better each time and we learned how to you know, develop relationships better each time. We learned how to have conversations better. We learned to listen better, you know, and, and that has gotten us to a point where we're working with people that we know we're going to have now really long-term relationships with as artists, curator. And that's really incredible because for the community, what that does for access to all kinds of things surrounding art, is um it's really endless it can go anywhere so we're in a really good place and what we're doing is only as good as as our relationships and the artists that we're showing and the work on the wall and and that's gonna translate to a lot of different people coming through and 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 growth you know so yes proud definitely happy and um thrilled to continue we gotta wrap uh mr hughes and miss fred thank you very much for joining us as well Miss uh, Sykroy, good luck tonight, and everybody be good. Okay? Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. You got it. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! 
or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.